You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Hello. I hope everybody has had a happy Monday. Um, I know that it's a little late. Um... But I did want to just come on because as promised earlier, my husband didn't, um, he didn't contemplate, I guess, all of the ripping and running we had to do today. But I did want to be a woman of my word, especially for my very first um, chat. So I joined his chat uh, yesterday and I kind of gave a piece of my testimony um, regarding um my journey with breast cancer um and i touched a little bit on the time that i had uh i was diagnosed with um cervical and uterine cancer back in 2009 and we had um greg uh mr greg walker to come up and and inspire me to um give my testimony more often this is one thing that i don't do i don't really talk about it Um, It was such a painful journey for me, but I realized after speaking to him last night that he is absolutely right. This may be what I need to do to kind of um, get over um, that pain and then to also um, um, help someone else in the journey. Um, Just wanted to kind of give some insight to... um, um, how important just the time it is to be checked like i had no idea i think i was um let's see maybe 41 when i uh, got diagnosed with the breast cancer i was in my late 20s when i had the cervical and uterine cancer. um i was i was maybe 41 or 42 when i was diagnosed uh, with the breast cancer but I know that a lot of women don't go and get tested and neither does the men. And But I found out that um, men are affected by breast cancer just as much as women. Um, I think that they make up 1% of all um, uh, the breast cancer cases. So not only is it important for us as women, but it's very important as men as well. So if you feel any anything in your uh, breast that shouldn't be there make sure you go and get checked out so I know that I spoke yesterday about being diagnosed with um, breast cancer back in 2015 and um, that journey started just because I was um, having issues with my left breast and I was having all the it was the whole peeling and and um infected and leaking and things and i was like what you know i didn't know what was going on i thought maybe i was just irritated i had a rash at the same time it was it was hot it was i had all kind of issues going on with it so i work in the medical field anyway so it was nothing for me to go across the street get a you know um a partner of one of ours another doctor that works in our building had them to check me out and they rushed me right in to get um a sonogram done and after the sonogram was done they did see something on the sonogram and the um the mammal as well but it turned out that it was not only in my left breast but it was also in my right 
So after my results and everything came back, um, I did after the biopsy and everything come back and um, find out I had stage one. So I was glad about catching it early. I had stage one um, uh, lobular um, carcinoma, which is is very weird because even though it was in stage one, it was very um, aggressive because it was in my um, it was in my breast duct. So it was through the if that's why I had the leaking in the fluid and all of that stuff. So it's very important to be checked because you just never know. Um, what's going to happen, where it is, you know, if you feel anything that's abnormal, any pain, any peeling, any scaling, dryness, always go and get tested. Um, they wanted to treat me with um, doing a prophylactic um, mastectomy, which sometimes they remove half of whatever is in there and then sometimes they move all of it which they wanted to do a complete uh, breast removal for me on both breasts um, because when I went in for testing for further testing I found out that I, it was a trait in, that runs in my family because my mom had breast cancer my uh, both of her sisters had breast cancer so there is a test that you can get um, done as well to see if it runs in your family now, the only thing with that is if they run the test on you, um, I want to say that the test was called BRCA. I may be wrong. Don't quote me on that. You can look it up. Um, they offer it at the Moncrief Cancer Center. Um, if you are a candidate for that, they'll take your breast if your parents, if you have a high risk, if you're high risk, they don't even want you to take chances. So... Um, that's the only thing but I did want to go over a couple of symptoms and I'm doing this um, in honor of because this is breast care uh, breast cancer awareness month um, I do want to shout out all the survivors I thank God that I'm still alive <laughs> so I want to shout out all the survivors but I also want to be sympathetic and empathetic to those of you that have lost family members to breast cancer uh, to any type of uh, cancer so my husband's uh, sister passed away from um, breast cancer about three years ago and it was like immediately following my journey so it was like we were going through it all over again and um, the difference with that is she opted to have this everything that they wanted to do the surgeries the removals all that I wouldn't go for any of that because when I had my bout with cancer back in 2009 they told me oh you know we need to take everything out so I had a complete um, hysterectomy and then I thought everything was gonna be fine I go home I had so many issues after that and I end up having from that surgery I ended up having four other surgeries and it was because the cancer spread to other parts of my body so I didn't want to go through that again with the breast situation so I opted out of the surgeries um, lo and behold I kind of gave my testimony on yesterday but God healed me and um, I've been doing great ever since now, my sister-in-law, she lost her battle um, to cancer. And then my husband's godmother lost her battle to cancer. And I believe she was diagnosed one month. And then about six months later, she was gone. So, I mean, everybody's bodies are different. 
Um, I was at the time a very healthy eater, not eating any meat, just eating uh, raw vegetables, eating fruit and drinking water. So I think that has a lot to do with it too, your diet and how how much rest you get, um, the way you take care of your body. I was exercising. So I think that that had something to do with it. But um, um, they both lost their battle to cancer. So did my aunts. Um, my mom is still alive, but my two of my aunts passed away from breast cancer as well. So I'm always um, pushing it uh, behind the scenes and in private. But I thought maybe it's time for me to speak up because I've seen a lot of people pass away from breast cancer. So um, I did want to say that a couple of the symptoms for breast uh, to know that you have any breast cancer um, in your breast, you'll have lumps in your breast. And that's simply just having um, something that is abnormal. They can be picked up on an x-ray machine. You can even do it by self-examination. We all know if you lay flat on your back, you can lay flat on your bed um, right after a bath. Um, lay flat on your back, hold your arm up behind your head, and then massage your breast around the breast tissue and then around the nipple area. And then you have to squeeze the nipple area to make sure that there's nothing in there as well. Um, and that is that can be done for men and for women. Um, another uh, symptom of breast cancer is nipple retraction or inversion. And that's where the nipple kind of goes in um, on its own instead of being protruded outward. Um, it goes in. It says uh, the visible changes in a nipple shape often occurs due to tissue inflammation or to the presence of um something uh, infection being behind the nipple causing it to pull inward so that's another um another symptom as well and i had i didn't have that with, as far as that part with the nipple um going inward but i did have a lot of secretion um i also had the next one which is skin irritation or dimpling i had a lot of dimpling what that looks like it's like an orange so if you, you know how the orange looks on the outside, my breasts completely turned into an orange. That's what it looked like. Um, it was swollen. It was, it was itching. It was, it was peeling really bad. It was horrible. And it had the most God awful odor, um, that it could have. <laughs> so if you have any odor, any leakage, anything from your breast and you're not, my, my baby at the time was 12 uh no he was what 18 i think my baby boy was 18 so i knew i shouldn't have had any milk or anything in there so i was like what is going on but it says here the causes of the symptoms is mainly inflammation and irritation it's in inflammation in the skin's lymph vessels and skin so it just caused so much irritation to that breast i had um um just an inflamed tissue everywhere and I mean it was just falling off and I had to bandage it up just to go to work and I went to work like that maybe I'm, I'm gonna say about maybe about four or five days I went to work for one straight week having those issues but I thought it was summertime it was hot I was thinking well maybe you know I'm, I'm working I work in healthcare, so I'm running back and forth taking patients back doing blood pressure weight you know the whole nine the whole back office thing and I'm thinking well maybe you know I'm just sweating I'm hot I'll just try to treat it and put some neosporin on it and go on go ahead by my business and that was the wrong thing to do so um the fourth um common 
uh, symptom is nipple discharge, which is what I was just talking about, which is very, I mean, you'll know for a fact that something is wrong. Um, so, oh, the, um, the family history test that I was talking about where you can go and look and see if you are, if you've inherited is BRCA. I was right about that. So it's BRCA1 and BRCA2. Those are uh, to check for gene mutations. So um, it's normally females of advanced age or those with a personal history of radiation therapy, um, breast conditions or formal breast cancer diagnosis. One thing for me, um, also I was in my early 40s, but the thing was I had the history behind it because I think I got, I want to say I got tested a while back when all of my aunties were passing from that, when everybody was getting sick in my family from breast cancer. And so everybody kind of starts saying, hey, you know, all of the ladies, niggas, the majority of my family are women. So we've all had our fair share of some type of cancer. My grandmother had cervical and uterine cancer. So far, thank God, I'm the only woman out of my family that has, well, my mom had it also, cervical and uterine cancer, which led me to have to have a total hysterectomy. So, um, you ladies, y'all know exactly what that means. I had to do hormone, uh, hormonal replacement therapy and the whole nine yards. So, so then when I come up um, 10 years later, 15 years later uh, with the breast situation, I'm just like, oh my God, you know, not again. But I'm not complaining because God gives his his hardest <laughs> battles to the strongest soldiers. So I just thank God that I was able to live through that and um, to be just, just an encouragement um, to other people. Uh, I have been an advocate for reading and, and following up on so many different things because the doctor told me that if I didn't have my breast removed um, in 2015, that I would not live. To, that was in June 2015. I had my surgery scheduled and everything and just something in me just said, don't do it. I have been cut on enough and I just didn't want to do, it, do that again. And I believe that God would heal me. And so, um, I, I am a preacher, I, I'm a minister of the gospel. And so I had a couple of assignments lined out before me to preach women's conferences. And I said, Hey, I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do. And I ended up getting prayer at the first women's conference that I went to preach. And I had a, that was on a Sunday evening on Wednesday. I was so sick too. I couldn't even hardly stand up there to preach, but I did. And by that Wednesday, I had another um, I had another test to be done. And I think when I went back that Wednesday, I did an MRI instead because they wanted to look at the tissue and everything. So I went back to do the MRI to see, you know, before we did the the surgery. And I was the the surgery was scheduled that Friday. The MRI was that Wednesday. When I went, they could not find anything. They could not find it <laughs> in either breast. Both breasts were clear. They didn't know what happened. And so that Friday, instead of me going back to get the surgery to have both breasts removed, I had another um, mammogram done, another ultrasound done, a diagnostic ultrasound, and there was nothing there. So I'm just a firm believer. I hadn't had any issues since. Um, and I'm just a firm believer that um, faith without works is dead. I mean, I believed God to do it and God healed me. And I just want to be that beacon of light. I want to encourage and um, walk through that journey because I've been there now twice. 
and I want to be um, that beacon of light for those that may be going through that journey, probably just found out, uh, may have a family member that's struggling in that area, and I would lo love to be um, that that person. You know, just that one. A lot of people don't have people to lean on. Or when I was going through both times with the cancer, I was like. You just have so many fears, um, so many questions. And my main question was, why me? I had children, you know, and the first time when I got sick, my babies were all in elementary school. And I said, Lord, I can't go now. Who's going to take care of my children? No one takes care of your children, your family, and your belongings like you do. So I wanted to be here for my children. And, and when I was sick the first time, they, they said I wasn't going to make it and all that. So I went ahead and got the surgeries done. The surgeries hurt me more than they helped me at that moment. But um, I pulled through it. Um, when I had that my that third surgery, I believe, I got up and I could not walk. I couldn't use my legs. And for some reason, they cut my, uh, they cut, cut my nerves. And so I lost all activity of both legs so here I am a young woman um, in my 20s I went I just fell out at work was sick at work and going from working two jobs taking care of my children I had just bought a home um, had just got a new car and all of a sudden my life just changed like <laughs> in one day and I went from working these two jobs, doing everything, taking care of my children with, on my own to not being able to even bathe myself all in one day. So I completely understand this journey and I understand the why, you know, I understand the why. And so I would love to be an advocate. And if anybody is going through that, if anybody needs to reach out, um, I'll be more than happy um, to just be that ear. Sometimes people just want you to listen. And I am definitely that one because I was screaming for people to just listen to me. <laughs> just listen. That's all I want you to do. So um, I would love to be your ear. So that's all I wanted to share tonight. I know it's kind of late, um, but I did want to be, you know, stay true to my word. I, my husband did say I was coming on today. So I wanted to come on and I wanted to just encourage someone. And I want you to know that um, the Bible says we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. And that's the key through Christ, not on our own strength, but through God's strength, through the faith that we have in God. And I'm a firm believer that God will do what he said he would do. He said that he went to the cross so that we may be healed. He said he was wounded for our transgressions. He said the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. And that was what I stood on. I stood on the word of God. I said, Lord, you told me in the word that if I give you your word back, you will fulfill it. And so um, I stood on that word and I've been preaching the gospel and um, just spreading the love of Jesus and, and trying to be who God called me to be. So once again, I, I thank you guys for coming in, for listening. Um, if anybody would like to come up and speak, um, feel free. If you want to share your story, feel free to do so. Um, I do want to shout you guys out. I thank y'all for being here. Um, Taylor Nichols, thank you for coming in. Thank you, Papa Bear. <laughs> Elizabeth Carpenter, EJ. 
Is it Sanjana Singh? San Sanwana Singh, maybe? Um, Kenneth Moon, Jacqueline Way, Sahar Nafal, Trisha Burrito, uh, Dr. Keisha Davis, Jay Blanco, Gina Farrar, Malik Shamir, Katie, Kamika Ism, uh, Mr. Larry. Shout out to Mr. Larry. I followed you back today. <laughs> Mofit Tech Trades, Dan Michael Capellan, Keisha Henry, CJ McDonald, Kelly Connolly, Joe Evans, Kimberly Manila, uh, Lance Coleman, Pam Lester, The Miri, is it says Audio Experience, JT, of course, it's my writer, <laughs> Miss Joanne and Mr. Nasco Media. I am especially excited and I'm grateful that uh, Mr. Nasco Media came on to welcome me in. Um, that was so cool to me. And if anybody wants to come up, if you want to say anything, you're welcome to come and chat with us. I just say hello. No. All right. Well, you guys be blessed. Somebody's coming in. What's that, you, babe? <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. That was <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> awesome job! Awesome job! Awesome job! This is, I, y'all. I have to tell y'all. This is now. I preach at church, and I have preached in some big places, and this is harder to me than preaching. And I don't. Because when you're preaching, you can see, <laughs> you can see everybody, and this it's like you're just going in kind of blindly. And you're talking, and it feels like you're talking to yourself, even though I see people there. Thank you, babe. Awesome job. All you have to do is let it go. Yes. I mean that is yeah. Just by and, sharing your testimony, you never know who you somebody may be going through it. I got you. Try <laughs> this thing out. I'm going back down <laughs> to the listeners' lounge. Okay. You got it. You got it. You got it. Okay. I know we I see we have some new people on. You are welcome to come up and speak if you have um 
just in honor of breast care uh, breast breast cancer awareness month i'm just kind of going through and sharing my journey and um just celebrating life really because one thing about it um when you are diagnosed with something and especially when you hear the word cancer a lot of us freak out i was one of them you freak out and you just you become uneasy you know just don't know from day to day what's going on but you know the the um the reality of it is is life is like that anyway you just you don't know what you're going to get from one day to the next and i think the pandemic kind of showed us um you know that th- this life is unpredictable and so and that's that's with and without disease so this life is pretty uh, unpredictable we don't know from one day to the next what's going to happen but that's why it's so important to you know just to i mean i'm not pushing god on anybody but i love him and I know that he directs me, <laughs> he leads me, he, he shows me which way to go. And um, that's what got me through my journey. And so that's the only thing that I can push because that was the only sure thing in my life. You know, as a matter of fact, when I was um, going through uh, with the cervical and uterine cancer the first time I was married before um, and he didn't want anything to do with me mean the sickness anything he said it was not in his cards um to have a sick wife so he didn't he said he didn't want to take care of me he didn't want to you know sit around and he didn't want to push me in a wheelchair and didn't want to help me bathe or any of that so he walked out on me and my children in the midst of that and i tell you what don't kill you makes you stronger (laughs) because i definitely gained strength I definitely I I gained strength from out of nowhere and I know it was only God you know I was raised in church and so I knew the way and I I was I was in church but I wasn't in my place and so this time has been totally different because since then we we divorced actually he divorced he, he filed for divorce while I was sick and while I was unable to walk so that was like the that just did it for me so just on top of all of that getting a divorce and trying to figure out you know from there where to where would me and the kids go from there and losing everything because i can't work it was just a a disaster but i mean it's it's what i call now it was just a setup (laughs) for where i am now and then just god allowing me to go through that survive it when they told me that i wouldn't um to seeing myself you know doing better regaining things i'm starting starting back walking because i they told me that i wouldn't walk again but i started walking let's see i i went through all that in 2009 it was 20 at the end of 2011 when i was just i had fully regained all strength in my legs i had went to therapy um started getting shots and stuff in my back and it was just that journey was just long it was lonely uh it was extremely hard because i was taking care of three boys um i had my oldest son was in high school at the time then i had my two youngest boys were were going into middle school when i was first diagnosed the first time and so that whole journey was just hard so as a result um they're all grown now but it was just that that journey was just It was something that I definitely didn't ask for, but I definitely made it through it.
So I just want to encourage anyone, if you're going through anything, you're in a place where you just feel like you can't make it, you can make it. Um, I preached a message on yesterday at church um, entitled Repositioning. And one thing God told me was that he is getting ready to take us to, to the next level, take us to places we've never been before, to show us things we've never seen before. And a lot of preachers like to say that as a, you know, I used to always think about it as a cliche because that was their closing thing. You know, eyes have not seen, ears haven't heard, neither entered into the hearts of man, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. But that's the key. They don't, they don't think about that part. Those things are for the people that love him, that are, um, called you know um according to his purpose and so i always want to encourage people that you know god has he wants great things for us the bible says you know i know the thoughts the plans that i think towards you said the lord thoughts of good and not of evil to give you a hope and a future that hope and future that part is also translated to give you an expected end so he knew everything about us at the at the end from the beginning and then vice versa from the beginning to the end the bible says he rested on the seventh day from all of his work so everything that god laid up for us is already ours we he's waiting on us to activate our faith enough because he's given us a measure of faith but then we have to build on our most holy faith matter of fact um jude says it like this in the book of jude you know it's only one chapter it's only one one chapter and i can't remember exactly how many verses but it's only one chapter in the book of jude and it says contend for the faith so that means that we'll always be um increasing our faith i'm reminded by um a story in the bible where um it was a man who he wanted his um son healed and he said I, lord i believe but help my unbelief because when so many things are happening around you, you know, that you like with all the murder and the and the, the rape and then the uh, the trafficking and all that stuff, you know, you first thing I, you think about is where is God while all these things are happening? And the fact of the matter is you, you'll get kind of off course because of everything going on around you. You would think, you know, where is he? You know, but, um, you know, even the teacher is silent sometimes when you're taking the test. So. Uh, God, he, he waits to see because we have to build our faith muscles. So sometimes he's going to be quiet. Sometimes we have to um, have faith to come out of things. And then we have to pray for this world. This world is, this is wicked. So we do have to pray um, that God continue to cover us. And I do pray for each and every one of you um, that are joining um, that God will um, supersede your expectations everything that you desire I pray that it is yours in Jesus name and I thank you guys so much for joining me and it's 11 oh it's 12 o'clock oh my goodness when I looked down at the clock a few minutes ago it was 11.47 and I was like I was about to say it's 11.47 and I'm about to get out of here but it's 12.04 I'm really about to go so y'all have a blessed night Thank you all for coming in. Let me see. I got some new people came in. Uh, let me check and shout out for joining. Um, Josie Harris Thacker. Thank you for coming in. Scott Harris. Thank you for coming in. Beauty on the go. Thank you for coming in. Kevin Williams. Maciel Valentin. 
I hope I didn't butcher your name. Alexandria, Alexandra Whistles, Tammy, Tempest Odom. Thank you guys. Stephanie Smith, I don't know if I shouted you out before. Shiny, Shayla, Jen, Renee, Madison, Sia, Paul Marcus, Dr. Chandler. Thank you guys for joining me. Um, I am about to call it a night. You guys be blessed. I will come and um, make sure I check you guys out as well. You can follow me at, I have a makeup page. I'm an MUA, so I have a makeup page on Instagram and Facebook. It's Beat Sessions with Nita. Um, also, I have a ministry page, which is FRM Ministries um, on Facebook. Um, my Facebook, I have two Facebook pages. The other one is Fanita R. Mayberry. Um, and then I don't really do anything with my Twitter. So <laughs> there is absolutely nothing on there. Maybe two or three posts. Um, but I do also have a YouTube page where I go and do makeup and things like that as well. Uh, we also have a podcast. If you guys are into uh, the podcast, we have a podcast. This makes our second month, I believe, to the date, um, to be exact. So uh, God is doing great things with our podcast. I'm very excited about where we're headed. Uh, we are reaching so many people and I mean it's just mind blowing and it may be little to somebody else but just the fact that um, that you're able to see people are coming willingly this is nothing that we can share and give out to people they come willingly um, to the to the podcast they have downloaded it and it has been awesome so if you would like to um, visit our podcast I do believe that all the information is in my bio but it is um it's under JTM Ministries, but it's a part of what we call the Preacher's Corner. So we, we have a Preacher's Corner that we do every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. So if you can, if you can, if you want to, join us. Also, we have the Preacher's Corner is on uh, YouTube, and it's kind of where we do reaction to preaching. And we kind of give our uh, two cents at the end <laughs> and have a little um, internet church. So... Um, you are welcome to join us there. It is that website is www.thepreacherscorner.net, and cast information is there as well as the Preacher's Corner. Um, the every segment that we've done, I think we're on segment 30, I think tonight, May 38. So, um, you are welcome to visit those as well. And if you want to go on to our YouTube channel, you have to go up under H-O-D-T-V. H as in Harry, O-D as in David, TV. And then you'll find um, all of our sermons. I mean, we're way back. <laughs> we have plenty of sermons on there. So um, just feel free. And um, I will do the same. So you guys be blessed. And I hope you guys have a happy Tuesday. And a happy re remainder of the week. Because this will probably be my first. And maybe it will be very sporadically when I get on here and do this. So y'all have a good week and be blessed.
You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. This is an In-House Production.